Poised for Exit is a show for business owners who want to achieve a successful future exit based on their own terms. Your business exit will likely be the biggest financial transaction of your life. And for most, you'll have one shot at doing it right. The topics and guests we feature and the stories they share will provide valuable ideas and strategies to improve operations and grow enterprise value so you can achieve the best possible exit outcome. Now here's your host, Julie Keys. Welcome everyone to Poised for Exit, the podcast show for business owners. We are here today with part two of the series with a guest interviewer interviewing his client who are going to be discussing the recent successful sale of his business. But before we get to that, I'd like to hear from our show sponsors, Sunbelt Business Advisors and JAK CPAs. Many business owners planning a business transition feel overwhelmed and don't know where to begin. The CPAs at JAK, John A. Knutson & Company, can guide you to make sense of the numbers and tax pieces of your transition. Our firm was established over 90 years ago, and we have assisted many companies with ownership transitions. Leaving your business successfully takes time, so contact us today to discuss your situation. Visit our website at jakcpa.com. You wouldn't go deep-sea fishing without a guide or skydive without an instructor. So don't sell your business without a broker. Now is a great time to sell a business. Many are selling at a premium. Contact a business broker at sunbeltminnesota.com or call Sunbelt Business Advisors at 612-455-0880 and get a free confidential business valuation so you'll know what your business might be worth because selling your business is the biggest financial decision you may ever make. There is a record number of buyers looking for businesses right now. It is a seller's market. You could list, sell, and get more for your business now and start the next successful chapter of your life. Call 612-455-0880 today or visit sunbeltminnesota.com. Minnesota's largest seller of companies. 612-455-0880, sunbeltminnesota.com. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to part two of a special series that we've been doing with guest interviewers. And today we are featuring Sunbelt Business Advisor Mike Slater. Mike is a nine-year veteran of mergers and acquisitions with Sunbelt. He specializes in consumer packaged goods and the hospitality space. He's owned his own companies and sold over the years and is passionate about helping business owners transition from their own companies so they can get on to their next act. Mike, welcome to Poised for Exit. So glad you could be here today. Thank you for having us, Julie. Appreciate that. Absolutely. And And your client, Jim Armstrong, is with you. Jim, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. We're excited to hear your story. Mike, I'm going to let you take it from here. Yeah, well, first off, thank you, Jim, for, for making time. I know, I know you're a busy guy right now. Um, Jim, just for a quick intro, can, can you kind of tell your backstory and how you got started with Subway and what you grew it to and kind of where we met? Sure, I'd be more than happy to. Uh, we start, I started out uh, Subway, myself and my wife, in uh, was it, uh, 1986. Uh, actually, with where we got started is that my I was at Potlatch. I worked for that corporation. Then I got occupational asthma, so I got sick. And then I was looking for jobs, and I couldn't find anything in that field. So my wife found actually a franchise book and spotted Subway in it. And we went out to Wisconsin. We saw it. We tasted this sandwich, and we really enjoyed it. So that's how we got into Subway. <laughs> Do you uh, remember how many Subways were in the United States or in Minnesota at that Min- time? Minnesota, there was none. None. We're, we were the pioneer 
uh, in uh, in Minnesota there. So that was back in, like I said, the 1986 of February. Wow. And you grew it to how many stores? We had owned uh, up to 26 different locations, owned and operated. Wow. Mm. So so let's fast forward, Jim, another 32, 31 years. You, you and I bumped into each other in the fall of 2016. Yep. And you were considering kind of slowing down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, back then it was either you'd grow up to 50 or so plus, and uh, I, I was getting at the age where I didn't really want to get that, you know, get that large. So we kind of decided that we'd downsize to around 9 or 10, and that's when we uh, spoke with you and to help us sell uh, like 15, 16 stores. And that was pre-COVID back in 16. Yes. And, and you had a pretty clear plan, right? You, yes. you were going to take the 26 down to 9 or 10 stores and at some point in the future transition the balance of them to your son. Yeah, that's correct. been kind of the CFO of the company for a while. Yeah, my, my son has been with the company, well, it would be uh, 20 years already. So he'd been working with mm-hmm. us and managing and being the uh, district manager and everything else and becoming an operations manager that ran the whole company. So he was well-versed in the business, and, and it was a perfect time to kind of uh, let him take over, and my wife and I can retire. Right. And when I met you, you had been listed with another firm for yes. a while. Yep. Right? And we didn't have a lot of success with that route. And we kind of repackaged everything, kind of went back to the well and and repriced a lot of these stores that some were underpriced and some were overpriced. And when do we get the, the final, when do we dwindle down to the final nine or 10? That was 18? I think, believe right around 2018, 17, something like that, right around there. Okay. So let's fast forward to 2019, end of 2019, end of 20. You're down to the nine locations. You're looking to transition over to your son, but here comes COVID. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that mm. was pretty tough. I mean, you know, getting through that, but we had the plan in place, and then my wife wanted to retire. I, My son wanted to take over. I was kind of not really wanting to do it, but I ended up deciding that it would be the right thing to do. And I'll tell you right now, you had told me that you've sold businesses to you know for people, and you've never had anybody complain after the business was sold. And you're exactly right. I'm glad I did it. That they sold too early, yep, sure. Yep. But what was unusual is this was your son. You could have easily done this deal by yourself and just sell or financed it. Why call me and do it? Well, you have the expertise in financing. That's what you helped me out with the, quite a few other stores, you know, to get the financing set up, you know, help them, you know, what banks to contact and whatever. And I've never worked with the SPA, and they're the only ones really that would take, uh, my, like my son, who didn't have any equity except for experience in the business to get, be able to get a loan. And your, your group and you were able to uh, work in a direction that uh, you could help my son to financing with the SPA. And that was a big deal for you, having an equity event at not just that last transaction, but previous ones before. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was important that you walked away with a, a good chunk of coin at the closing table. Exactly. You need the money down. I mean, that tells you the big story. that It's going to be the longevity of the relationship with the uh, client that's purchasing the business will be sound. And unlike a lot of other clients I work with, you, you had a clear idea of what you wanted for allocations. Yes. You know, you, yeah. you knew what you wanted to include in FF&E. You knew what you wanted to include in inventory. So we negotiated a lot of that stuff for yep, you. Yep, yep, yep. 
Yeah, we pretty much I had the ABC list, and you went out there and you did that for me. Yes, you did. Awesome. So tell us post-sale. How, what, what are things like for you now? You're, you're not picking up the phone every day talking to somebody, I assume? No, it's, it's been kind of nice, you know. I thought maybe I'd be bored or, or that I really didn't want to let the business go, but, you know, to be honest with you, <laughs> I'm glad I did. <laughs> it's a lot better life right now. I'm glad it turned out good for you. What, uh, what, do, you think, what, what do you think the value was Sunbelt brought? That, well, I'd say the expertise of uh, finding, or the, like the financial packaging, and then finding actually good buyers. I mean, you went out there and you, 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 you did your hard work, you know, due diligence. You went out there and, and did, did the work. What, what advice would you give to, say, your son if he called you right now? We got commodities going up, labor market's hard. What, what's your advice to the hospitality industry that's been, you know, basically crippled for 18 months? I see just kind of don't try to expand too much right now. I just kind of hang into and get your operations sound and firm and try to, you know, pay, pay your debts down as much as you possibly can because things in the future, I feel, will be a lot brighter. Yeah, I agree. So I got a question for you, Jim. Uh, you brought up the SBA financing aspect. Was that one loan for all of those stores or did you have to have an individual loan for each one? No, that was one loan for all the nine stores that my son purchased. They, they did some other um, uh, uh, financial help, too, in construction mm-hmm. uh, uh, CDs for me, too, as well. So I partially would finance in the business, but the SBA took the bulk mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, that's a great option, especially uh, now, you know, for buyers interested in purchasing businesses. It seems like, you know, with all the the interest rate, you know, uh, levels are low and banks are motivated. And, you know, who knows, maybe your son will buy more stores in the future. Is that maybe in the cards for him, do you think? Oh, I'm sure it is. But I'd like mm-hmm. to say right now, just wait till wait till the dust settles and we get Hang on. Home. Exactly. Then, yeah, yep. Yeah. Hang on and wait and see what happens for sure. But, but in the future, like you said, I agree, it could be a really good opportunity. So then are you still on the board? Um, is there a board of directors and maybe you're still involved in some way as a consultant or? No, as a consultant, he can always pick up the phone and call me, you know, and ask a few yeah. questions or whatever. But no, I'm not anything, you know, with the business anymore or my wife. Mm-hmm. And you're having fun, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Great. nice. <laughs> Julie, I think it's I, I think it's strange times right now. You know, mm-hmm. COVID didn't treat any two companies the same. Um, there's a lot of companies out there that benefited from COVID. And I think that's mm-hmm. something that we're going to see down the road that they're starting to come back down to earth. And yeah. I think in the hospitality side of things, you're starting to see a little more momentum that, you know, people feel like the worst is behind them. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, it's going to be challenging for companies that had record years the past two, two years and now are starting to come back down. And how the banks and advisors are going to compensate for those shortfalls that they're going to see. Well, Jim, I'm sure that you're glad that you got out at the right time. It sounds like um, Mike gave you some really good advice. Yeah, I have no complaints. I thank you much. So what are you doing now? <laughs> I'm being <laughs> retired, put it that way. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing what I want to do. Is put, that is what I want to do. You know, it's just it, Life has been pretty good right now. Good. That's good. And I bet that uh, when your son comes to the point where he's ready to transition out in the future, he's going to be able to look back on this experience that he went through with you, um, because I'm sure that you talked about it a lot. 
And I'm sure that he learned a lot from going through that, right? Yeah, I think what what he's looking towards is he has two sons, and he's in the Mm. future is thinking about, you know, having the boys come into the business as well. So it's Mm. kind of a transition like we had. That's really great. I bet that um, that would be an interesting story for Subway itself, the franchisor, to tell, you know, um, third-generation owners of Subway stores. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that, that's yeah. what it would be, third generation, and I'm sure that probably will happen. Definitely. Well, Mike, I don't mean to be um, stealing your thunder here. Go go ahead and <laughs> finish your interview. No, I, I, I guess the last thing I'd ask is, you know, one of the things that challenged myself and Sunbelt on your listings, Jim, was the confidentiality side of things. Oh. You know, hundreds of employees, 26 locations, a lot of people in and out. Um, how important was that to you? It was big. I mean, you know, you just, that's the last thing you want to do is have people know that you're in, intending to sell and you want mm. to keep everybody comfortable as much as possible. And uh, they did a great job of it and it was, it, things worked out. I don't have any complaints. The nice thing about that was, is that we really didn't run into an issue with it. No, we did not. We, we didn't have a breach in confidentiality, which, you know, frankly, we don't see that very often, but with a package as large as you had, that was definitely one of our bigger concerns was, you know, a vendor or an employee or, you know, even customers finding out that you were potentially looking to sell. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, things worked out pretty smooth. Jim, just at, at the very end, my last question is, you know, what really pushed you to make that final sale of those last nine stores? What I think everybody struggles with, do I wait another year? Do I wait another two years? When do I pull the trigger? Well, like you was saying, it's uh, my wife wanted us to sell and kind of get out and retire. My son wanted to get in. He said, I'm not getting any younger, Dad. I'd like to, you know, get ownership now. And then, you know, I was kind of fighting back and forth with that. But in reality, I it was the time I was ready to sell. And so was my wife. And so we could go and do other things, and it was it was time. And how big a factor was cashing out? A majority of that transaction that was huge you know we wanted to have have a large sum of money you know taken out of the business we didn't want to have to finance everything for the next 10 15 years or so sure so it made a huge difference and that's it helped us financially too to retire gave you a lo- level of comfort with, exactly sure. level of company and stability in our retirement makes sense yeah, I just wanted to ask about the all, all these store locations. Obviously, you had space. So did you have certain situations where you actually owned the building or were they all leased? And then, you know, I'm sure, Mike, you had to be involved in negotiating that lease for the new owners too, right? How did that work? Well, when I didn't own any of the property. Everything I had okay. was leased because mine mm-hmm. was in the metropolitan area. A lot of people mm-hmm. on the outside, you know, out out in the smaller towns, they own the property. A lot of them do. Right. And it makes sense. But if you do it in the in the metro area, it's so expensive that it's just not right. feasible to do. For sure. But they're all individual leases. Yes. So I bet that was a big project, right, with all of those property owners to negotiate yeah. a new lease for new owners? I mean... For the new owners, well, see, Subway Corporate did a lot of the the negotiating as well for the leases. Okay. But, uh, you know, anytime you have a transition, a change, then you have to Mm -hmm. kind of talk with the landlords, too, and they want to know that the people that are taking over the property or the the Mm -hmm. lease are financially Mm -hmm. viable to, uh, you know, so the landlord will still get their their monthly payment. 
Definitely. Yeah, I know. Well, I also know, too, when it comes to franchises that some are more supportive than others in terms of services and, you know, helping you actually transition out. So I'm glad to hear that you got support. Yeah, we we'd had a lot of support from them. Well, uh, Jim, I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. This has been such a good success story that we can share with our listeners. And I would just like to ask if you have any um, any advice for our business owner listeners about you know making the decision to sell because it sounds like it was kind of a quandary for you. So, so I know you said that your wife was instrumental in helping you make the decision and your son really wanted to get into the business. Um, but, but for you and what you were looking forward to, what was it that really got you to that point? Well, I think with Sunbelt, the way they set uh, the financing up and everything, that's what, what made me want to sell. I mean, it made sense at mm-hmm. this time because financially it was there. It was very feasible for us to retire and that's mm-hmm. what we did because we got uh, quite a bit of money down from the SBA. So that really helped us a lot in my decision. Well, that that's a huge part of it, right, is the financial side. But then also, it sounds to me like you and your wife had some plans for doing some really fun things. And I think that that's where a lot of owners get kind of tripped up is they, they're not really sure what they're going to do with their life, you know, in their next act. And it sounds like you guys had that figured out. And that's pretty key, don't you think? Oh, yeah, yeah. My wife wants to go down to Florida for the winter. We have a lake home during the summer. So we're bouncing around all over. Mm, what a perfect life. Well, congratulations. I'm so happy that it all worked out for you. And Mike, thank you for being on the show and bringing Jim to the show and for being such an outstanding advisor. I'd like to ask you, Mike, what's the best way for our listeners to reach you? Um, you can contact me at 651-398-8921 or at mslater at sunbeltmidwest.com. Perfect. Well, we will make sure to include that in the show notes. And for our listeners, our next episode is uh, going to be an interview with a commercial real estate broker who's going to tell us about what's going on with the market and in the world of commercial space, where it's been and where it's headed. So stay tuned for that. Please do review and subscribe. We appreciate your following. And thanks for listening today and join us again next time.